Thank you for tuning in to Behind the Business Podcast. This is your host, Tawny Allen. Today, we have a special guest, Shanae Randolph, owner of Miss Nay Styles and creator of Miss Nay Styles Growth and Beard Oils. Diving deep into the importance of balancing the grit and grind, being a business owner, and how grounding and gratitude is essential to business success. You've been in business for two years, right? Yes. So this is my second year um, being licensed, working for myself completely. Um, before that, I I would say that I've been doing hair for probably, oh, if I can go back, probably like 15 years. Um, but it was always like something on the side because obviously, you know, you work. Um, I was raised by a single mom. So like I had to help there. I was I was always kind of like fearful of like jumping into working for myself. So um, finally I got pregnant with my son and um, my daughter started growing up, getting like into her looks and everything. And then she started like questioning like, Oh, I don't want to wear my hair curly or I don't want this. And I'm like, well, how can I get her to embrace it? So started playing in her hair a little bit more and then finally I was just like I have clients and stuff on the side why not just follow my passion because I'm getting up to go to work every day and I'm just like oh my gosh what what am I doing so I got pregnant with my son I thought about it while I was pregnant and then my job wasn't like the best job as far as like maternity leave and all of that. And I had a pretty hard pregnancy. Mm -hmm. um, And they weren't really too nice about it. So then finally, I was just like, you know, what? God is telling me, you need to just follow your passion, take a pay cut, which was tough. But I have an amazing family. They were always supportive. Um, They thought I was crazy sometimes, but they still supported me. Right. And um, went to school. I was like the oldest one in my, (laughs) in my class. Right. But it was okay. Went to school. Um, and I've just been blessed to be able to like work for myself. Um, most cosmetology students, they go into being like as assistant. Um, but I mean, having the age that I was having experience, like doing other things, I took those experiences and it helped me like build the business. So be able to learn how to like market myself and stuff like that. Um, knowing a lot of people, being 30 something years old, being from the area, I knew a lot of people. So I was able to, you know, branch off. I started off at a salon um, as an independent contractor. So I worked for myself, but I was at another salon. And then um, finally, I was like, you know what, I can do this on my own. I want to do this on my own. Let's go ahead and do it. And um, I've been working for myself and I have my, I just opened my own like boutique salon and I'm excited. And And when did you do that? When did this, when, when was Um, that you started your own salon? So I start, I opened my salon in November of last year. So in in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. I was definitely scared to do that, but you know, I, I am faithful. Mm. I love the Lord. Um, he always provides and just everything was just kind of falling into place. Like, um, 
I won a grant from one of the companies that I'm affiliated with as far as like hairstyling products. And um, that happened to be enough for me to get my business license. Wow. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I and did where it. where is your boutique located at? Um, I'm in Phoenix Salon Suite. So it's like a... Um, That's downtown I, Oxnard, right? Yeah. It's... It, well, not downtown. It's like right across the street from the Naval Base. So... Got it. Oxnard Islands. It's like a... Um, I guess you can say like a business building with like all different like salon boutiques and stuff. So it's just me there. I do hair, but there's other like businesses there that do like body sculpting, lashes. Yeah. I'm familiar with that. Yes. So let me ask you this. So, you know, last year was crazy and just Mm -hmm. in general And here you are like, you know what? I'm going to start my own salon. It's a big risk. I'm sure there's so many people that were telling you, girl, what are you doing? And you still did it. So, I mean, is it, what was the support like? Were people cheering you on or were they like projecting Um, fears onto you? um, I have a huge family. Mm -hmm. Um, So I get a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I had people that were fearful, but not um, because they didn't think that I could do it. They just knew that it was going to be hard. And when you have people that care about you, they don't want things to be hard for you. Yeah. So it was more of, do you really want to do this now or do you want to wait? Right. So it wasn't that they were like scared that I was wasn't going to do well, like eventually opening the salon, but they were like, "We're in the middle of a pandemic. Are you sure you want to do this? You're like, you know, tying yourself up into things that you know you might fail." Right. So, are you sure you want to do it right now? Right. It was just more of the, "This is a crazy time yeah. for everybody." Right. I love this like perspective that's kind of coming up. It's like, you know, as business owners, cause we're all met with that. We have a dream and we feel what's possible, but sometimes not everybody else can see what we can see. Right. <laughs> and I love how you're saying that it doesn't mean that they didn't want, they didn't think that you could do it. It was just like the circumstances overall. So for listeners here, you know, what you're saying is like, what an opportunity that maybe if someone else is in a position to start their own business, but it feels like their family or important people are saying, I don't know about this. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not so much that they don't believe in you. They're just worried about the overall circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I'm sure that, you know, when you have loved ones, they, I mean, they love you. They're, they're there to give you the good, bad, and the ugly. Right. Um, and the ones who really care about you will give you the ugly without, you know, without waving a, waving a hand, like, I'm gonna let you know, this is where we're at right now. Right. So, I mean, it's actually good to have those people that are, you know, giving you both sides, because if you get into, a, um, into a situation where like, I really, really want to do this and you have everybody like, you know, clapping their hands telling you, okay, yeah, you can do this and not like being there to show you the other side, then you can really fall into like, oh my gosh, everything is supposed to be blue skies and green grass. And now it's like a drought. Yeah, absolutely. 
So, I mean, you want to have the criticism. Um, you want to take that and use it to motivate you. Use it to look at all aspects of yeah. the business because not everything is going to be good. Like, right. it literally costs you more to probably start a business than... Right you know, you're going to be making, like, you have to understand that when you start something like you're literally going to be at a loss and you need um, to be able to take that loss and keep pushing forward. But if you never run into anything or any obstacles on the way, once you get to an ob obstacle, you're like, how do I get over this? And yeah. then it makes you fall a little further than you would have if somebody was telling you, okay, well, this may possibly happen. Yeah. Well, and I want to go back to what you mentioned because you said motivation, right? And I think that in the business world, this is talked about a lot like that, you know, famous quote, and I'm not saying it correctly, but it's, you know, take the, the criticism and turn it to motivation. But sometimes people don't know how to do that. So for you, when you were faced with criticism or whether it was constructive or not, how did you take that and turn that into motivation? What does that mean for you? Um, hmm. I just feel like um, I read a lot. So um, if you ever, you know, find yourself looking into someone who's really successful, you'll learn that they've had a lot of failures. A lot of people telling them they can't do it. Um, and it just, it just motivates me to push myself. I'm like my own, um, I'm like my biggest competition. So if I'm saying that like, okay, this is going to be hard. Like, okay, Sinead, you have to push yourself and you can't let, you know, the devil on this shoulder beat the angel on this one. So let's go ahead and fight through. I, um, I'm motivated to um, just push myself as hard as possible. I mean, if I fall flat on my face, hey, I just get up and keep moving. Um, so I just take the criticism as in, you know, okay, there's always going to be someone with a different opinion as you. Um, I don't know if I can say this, but opinions are like buttholes. Everybody has one. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, everybody has one. They're all different. Mm. Um, but, you know, you just kind of take that and you just have to understand, like, you know, not everyone is going to see you. Not, I mean, people only know the parts of me that I really want them to know or I'd let them know. Um, so they can only go off of what I'm giving them. If I'm giving them like, I'm fearful and I'm scared, then of course they're going to feed into that. Right. So you tend to get more criticism per se when you're fearful. Right. So when you show people that like, okay, I'm not scared. Hey, it might happen, but I'm not scared. Then you kind of get people that are like, okay, well, maybe you can do it. And yeah. then eventually once you see people like believing in you, like you're faking to believe in yourself. Cause a lot of the times you're faking it. You're yep. faking it till you make it. But once you see other people like believe in your story that you're giving them, yes. you get more of it motivated. Like, Oh, they see something that maybe I don't see. Yeah. So, I mean, um, 
I just stay motivated because I just want to beat myself yeah. at, at, in the game. Let me beat myself in the game. I don't want to beat anybody else. I want to beat me. I want to beat those fearful thoughts that I have. It's really interesting because, you know, I think a lot of the time, and I'm reflecting too as a business owner, I all, I totally relate to what you're saying. I'm my biggest critic. I, I'm not really out to try to beat anybody else other than what I think I'm capable of. So it's kind of interesting. Like, I wonder how many people, they don't really care about competition other than them being their biggest critic. So for you as a businesswoman, have you felt that, because on one hand, I'm hearing you take the criticism and it motivates you. So it's impacting, it's empowering you. Is there ever a time where your own criticism impacts your business negatively? Mm. Um, there's definitely those times. I can say that they're few and far between because I try not to let those things impact them. But, you know, I'm, I'm a woman first. Um, women go through a lot. Um, a lot of stuff. And I, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from men, right? but you know, we have to wear a lot of hats mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes, um, I'll even criticize myself for being like, you know, messing up, maybe missing something, um, in life as far as being a mom. And then it kind of like, I beat myself up so much about that, then it kind of like makes me feel like, well, dang, if you can't do something that you naturally are supposed to be able to do, like, how are you going to do this? And it like, um, that's when it kind of affects business negatively because my mind is so focused on other stuff right. that um, I can't focus on the business aspect. Yeah. Um, so more or less, it's really when, I'm criticizing myself about other things mm. that I don't focus on. Like I can't separate the two. Right. So that's when it really like affects the business aspect. That's when I'm like, kind of like in my own shell and like, I'm having a bad day. So maybe I might not take that phone call or miss mm. that marketing opportunity because I didn't feel like getting up and getting dressed. And it's usually not even really anything that, going on with the business per se that's bad but it's everything else that's kind of yeah. like you know like mm -hmm. clouding everything that's going on with um but so as far as I would tell like other people um regarding that um just kind of if you can try to kind of learn to um maybe meditate mm -hmm. find a hobby that you can like do outside of everything um, and it'll kind of get you back focused. Um, so you can like turn off the hat over here and turn it on over here. Mm -hmm. um, I always say don't take business home. If you can not do that, you will fly through everything. Right. And you can separate them and not take a, or, you know, take a bad day at home to work. Like, right. if you can learn to separate those two, like, you will fly high. Right. And I know it's easier said than done. Like, it's easier with me saying that. And um, I will say that there's going to be a lot of times where you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be able to do that. 
um, just be prepared and just keep moving because it ha- it happens to everybody, not just you. You're not going to be the only person that has that bad day and can't separate work. It happens to everybody. Right. So, and speaking of home life, so you have kids in the house. Mm-hmm. So, do you, how many kids do you have? Two. I have two. Two. Okay. So, how do you handle that? How do you how do you be the mom, the amazing mom, cook, clean, take care of everything, and you just started this business, and you know you got to go in and take care of everything. How are you um, all that? Um, I have to be honest. I am not superwoman. I am not by far. Um, and I have to be honest. Without a support system, it's very difficult. Yeah. Um. My mother always says it takes a village to raise it, a kid. It really does. It really, it really, really does. Um, I literally only have, I mean, I'm supposed to have like two off days, but I don't get off days. Right. Um, as you know, I, I have to post on social media. I have to do things when I'm supposed to be at home focusing on other stuff. And really, um, I really lean a lot onto the people around me. Um to accomplish it without my mom, without my siblings, without my husband, like things would (laughs) probably wouldn't go smoothly. Right. I mean, I, I gotta be honest. And I mean, I know that everybody doesn't have that type of support system. Um, so I would say like, you know, reach out to even people that you may not know, like, you know, your networking group, Mm -hmm. like, we're all pretty much going through a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Um, so if you don't have a, a sibling that lives near, hey, I'll raise my hand and I'll be your sister this week. Like, oh yeah. Hey, what's you know what what's there's going to be somebody who may not you know I say that friends are the family that you get to pick. Right. So you're actually lucky, you know, <laughs> right. sometimes to not have to just be dealing with family. Like sometimes you really want uh, people that don't know the personal part for you to like, you know, ex- extend yourself and um, call on people that are outside of your family or people that you assume are going to support you in that way. Right. Um, but you know, there's, you can find support anywhere. Um, church like I said networking groups anything um but that's what really keeps me going is is my support system my family um church different friends that I've met along like the business journey um yeah Uh, really honestly like I said it's not me it's it's everybody else helping me lean on them yeah. This is how I keep going, to be honest. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm kind of talking here from personal experience, you know, I have a really great support system. And again, you know, not everybody has that. But even being at home, I, I have a nanny, so my daughter goes that. But I experience a lot of mom guilt, like mm-hmm. almost coming up against, you know, I have to pick and choose. Do I want to be a badass business owner or an extraordinary mother? Do you ever come up against that kind of limiting belief for yourself? Um, all the time. Yeah. Um, all the time. My, my son um, was diagnosed with autism in June. 
Oh, wow. So, recent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, he has therapy and things like that. And, um, so a lot of the things that like normal little kids go through, sometimes he's like a little bit more. How old is he? But he's, um, he's three. He'll be four this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but he has like a lot of se separation anxiety. Yeah. And that's probably like the big, the time that I'm really like, oh my God, do I really, really want to do this? But then um, I have to think about if I was working a regular job, I wouldn't be able to make my hours. I wouldn't be able to be there for his therapy appointments. I wouldn't be able to, you know what I mean? And, you know, it may be hard now, but, you know, when he's older and I can, you know, call in to my job and say, okay, I'm not going to be here today. Right. Or, you know, I, I've worked so hard to build those loyal clients that know me, know that my son has his special needs and they're like, okay, I know you got to handle this. Like, that's what keeps me going because yeah. right now I'm working really, really, really hard for the future. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yes, mom guilt up the yin yang. Yeah. I swear. My, my daughter is like, she's a preteen. Yeah. You know how that goes. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like probably every time I see her, I feel like I'm getting on her nerves. Right. She's just hormonal. And we, you know, I can't spend all day like, talking okay. to her or bothering right. her and you know that makes me sad yeah um and I feel guilty about that but um I know that in the end she sees that like I mean I changed my whole life when I was in my 30s like I everything that I say that I want to accomplish I you know i do my damnedest to make it happen yeah and in the end I just look at the things that she'll be able to see later on like she may not like me but hey when she turns 25 and she's like mom I want to try this she'll have a mom who's been there and yeah. who will be able to say girl follow your dreams yeah we'll make it happen like mm -hmm. so you know always look at it as in like you know that in the end, the guilt is gonna be there, right? Um, because we've just been conditioned to think that mothering is a certain way, yeah. And like, it's not like right. <laughs> it's just you know, it's really something that your mind is telling you that's really sh is really not. It shouldn't exist, right? Moms are different. We all have different lives. We all, and I mean. Sometimes I wish that we can be back in, in the 40s and 50s and sit at home and our husband go out and work. But, I mean. That's not the world. world it's not happening. <laughs> Especially in California. <laughs> it's, oh, my goodness. It's not happening. Yeah. So, you know, so, this is so this is so crazy. You know, I, I love hearing this. So, you have a son that just got diagnosed in June with autism. And then in the middle of a, a pandemic, you said, you know what, I'm going to open up a boutique salon and you have all of this stuff. How do you take care of you? Um, <laughs> um, really? 
I take care of myself by, of course, getting prissy sometimes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, putting on a little makeup, even if I'm going to wear my pajamas. Yeah. Um, I take care of me. Um, I'm, I'm motivated. I really can say that, like, other people make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, um, being able to get, like, when I get off work and somebody sends me a selfie and they're like, oh, my God, I look so beautiful. Like, that makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, so just, I, I don't know, like, taking care of others, making making sure they're good, I'm good. Yeah. It, so, I mean, I just, I take care of myself by just, you know, staying focused and, you know, um, just enjoying life, enjoying everything, enjoying the bad stuff and enjoying step. If I step on a Lego, Hey, what the heck happened? But Hey, I got money to buy some Legos. So, Hey, let's, let's take joy in that. So I'm just staying positive and, you know, not let, letting the stress of the world affect me. Right. And so let me ask you, this is kind of in a, in a different direction. And I also think it's important to use this platform. So I'm going to go into this. For you during all of last year, a lot of stuff came up about, you know, Black Lives Matter and, and people getting all of this attention. So for you as a woman um, of color running a business, what was that like for you kind of like being a business, but also as a human being watching the world with all of this? Oh, last year was probably one of the, it was, it's crazy being like <laughs> in my first year and a half of business. And then all of a sudden all this craziness happened. Yeah. Um, it was emotionally draining a lot of the time because um in the end like I like I said earlier like you have to be able to separate home life from business life and um you know I didn't I got a lot of like um a lot of like criticism from like other people who um you know were people of color, but they didn't necessarily run a business. Right. So like they would be out there and like be in protests and things like that. And like, I support the movement, but I support those things. Like personally, I don't like to like put them out there because in the end, um, I do have to, you know, separate the two. Um, that's, that's just how the world works. Um, but it was definitely draining. Um, being I mean just having to pick up and go to work when you just see um I forget his name but the the boy who was killed um in I believe it was Oregon I think his name was Elijah but he was an autistic black black boy so that one killed me I I have to be honest just um having a son and like thinking about what if he gets stopped because I my son is a big boy he's gonna be huge he's going to be one of those boys where you look at and you're like (laughs) yeah let me not mess with you but he's like a sweetheart but 
I just look at him and it hurts to know that just I can do everything that I can possibly do to raise him to, you know, be as normal as possible. But there might come a time where he's stopped by police and doesn't understand what they're asking him. And that and that could have been my son. Mm -hmm. So then to go to work and then you know, try to have happy thoughts and happy conversations with my client when I'm literally like inside, like thinking about all this stuff. It was definitely draining. Yeah. Um, I had to stop watching TV. I had to stop um, a lot of stuff that I would do in the salon. Like, we'll listen to the radio or we'll watch television. And it was like, I would tell my clients, hey, we're not going to watch TV today because they're going to interrupt it with a special report and it's going to be something about this. And I just really don't want to go go there today. Right. And um, but yeah, uh, it was it was definitely hard. Um, it was it was nice also to be able to have more people like um, see us. Yeah. Um, black women in business and, you know, support black businesses. That, that was nice um, to see more people support that. It was just, but then it was just like a double-edged sword because you're like, this is cool that you guys are supporting it, but why did this have to happen? This bad stuff have to happen for this to happen. Right. Um, So it was like, it was positive and negative, but yeah, the the biggest way that I can describe it is oh, it was draining. Draining. It was, it was draining. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It was a lot. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of interesting because, you know, obviously this is our first uh, conversation, but I'm very into like the vibe and spiritual world. So your your vibe is just like it it's like so grateful. It's like how you come off to me. So for you, like, and I think you mentioned this right in the beginning when we started to talk was being like, um, you said God. So are, do you consider yourself a woman of God? Do you really rely on spirituality or however you see fit to carry Um, these things? Well, technically I would be a, I mean, I'm a Christian, um, but I would say that I'm more spiritual Um, during the quarantine, like, me and my family had church in our living room. I think I have like some, I think I have a video or something on, on my Instagram. And it was just like, we were in our PJs singing, um, and, you know, reading Bible verses. And, um, so I would say that I'm, I'm more spiritual, but I definitely believe in God. I know that without him, Mm. nothing would be possible. Yeah. Uh, he, um, he, he's my everything. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm not like a Bible toter. I couldn't like quote your scriptures. Right. Um, but I mean, I'm definitely, I definitely do believe in God. I believe in, you know, but everybody has their own beliefs. You may not believe in the God that I believe in. Um, but I, I believe on loving on people. Yeah. And God is love. And if you don't, if you're a Muslim, if you're a Buddhist, as long as we're good and you're loving on other people, hey, we are 
good. Yes. <laughs> I love that message. Yeah. I, 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 you know, if I, I feel like you can't really call yourself a true Christian if you do not just believe in loving on others. Right. Um, so yes, I'm, I, I would say I'm definitely spiritual. I love the Lord. Mm. Um, I'm grateful every day. Right. Especially, you know, going through a pandemic, like you come to the realization that like tomorrow's not promised. Right. I've right. seen people lose people left and right. I've lost people in my family mm. to, you know, this illness. Um, my son is also asthmatic. He has a compromised immune system. And, you know, we've been blessed to not have it come near us. Right. And, um, you know, we're not in control of that. Right. So for me to not be grateful yeah. would be a disservice yeah. to the man upstairs. Because, right. I mean, we we should all kind of look to the heavens and the universe and whatever we want to call it. But we we need to understand that we're not in control and just be grateful right. for every day. Right. And that's just what I try to do with right. love and gratefulness. I love that. And you know what? It's such a kind of a cool thing because I think when anyone starts talking about God or spiritual stuff, I think people can talk more of like the universe and spirituality, but you say like God and they're like, whoa, hold up. Right. <laughs> but I love what you're saying. It's like, you know, it's embodying the love and the gratitude and we don't have control. So regardless if you believe in a higher power or not, you don't have all the control in the world. So really like, I love how you're kind of there's something. that point. Yeah, there's something going <laughs> it, it's on. something out there. Something, I, right? I can't go outside and make the wind blow. So it's something right. that I have control. So, I mean, you can call it what you want to call it, but be grateful to whatever you want to call it. Right. That we have this time here. Right. You know, it's not promised. Yeah. And so let me ask you, so do you feel, be, you know, cause I'm hearing like this positive side and, you know, I know you're going through hard stuff and, and making the best of it. So do you feel like, because that you take on that perspective of like, I'm going to be grateful for what I have. I'm going to give joy. I'm going to give love. Do you feel like that you keep getting more abundance or more blessings because you take that on? Well, um, so I do know that the Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue. So what I speak is what I'm bringing to myself. So, I mean, other people say, you know, think positive or positive vibes. That's, that's what everybody's using yeah. now. So I'm going to use that. So, if you are positive, you're going to get positive. If you're negative, you're going to get negative. That's just the, I mean, that's just the way the world work, works. Right. I mean, you know, that's how everything works. If, if you know, you pour, I, I can talk to my flower and love on my flower and pour water on it and, and give all the good stuff to it. And it's going to grow and become beautiful. But if I give it negative and, don't you know just feed into it you know bad stuff and you know um pesticides and all kind of crazy stuff then my flower's not going to grow beautifully so i mean True. that's just the way that things things work so i mean um you just 
think positive, you'll get positive. Um, I really do believe that. And I think that whether you're a Christian, whether you just call yourself a spiritual person, whether um, you believe in, you know, in other things, that's something that's going to be universal. Like if you think positively, you're going to get positive. Right. And I mean, there's always going to be things because we don't have control. So there's always going to be things that kind of come along and, you, you know, it's in the way that you look at things. Like if you look at it as in a positive, eventually whatever's bad is going to turn into a positive. You can see right. the positive aspect in it. And, you know, if you look at it in a bad way, it's all you're going to see is the bad. Right. So, um, I, I would say that um, everything, I mean, I feel like I keep getting blessed um, because no matter what I'm giving, I'm going to make it into a blessing. And, and that's the way that I think. Um, I, don't, I don't think that I'm more blessed than other people. And I, don't, I think that everybody could, you know, have the same amount of blessings as me or more. Right. It really just depends on what you're pouring into. Do you right. want to pour into the bad stuff? Because, I mean, we're all going through a pandemic. Like, I'm, I've been shut down a few times. Um, you know, we we all financially are messed up. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, I'm not rich. I, you know, I'm a normal person. So, I mean, if we're going through the same thing, and you think somehow, you know, my stuff is, you know, more blessed than yours, that's not true. Right. It's just the way that you are looking at things. Mm -hmm. So I would just tell people, you know, you want a lot of blessings, be positive. Yeah. And all that positive stuff will, all the, even the bad stuff, will all of a sudden you look at it different, it'll start, oh, okay, well. Right. It's a blessing. It taught me something, you right. know. If you look at things like that, bad things happen, but a lot of the times they're lessons. So you take those lessons and you're like, okay, that's a blessing. Now I know what to stay away from. Now I know more than I knew yesterday. And that in itself is yeah. positive, is a blessing. And it's kind of interesting because I feel like, you know, we hear that so frequently it, you know, especially in my industry, it, it being in marketing and in spiritual healing. So it's always like, be positive. But you know, I feel like there's so much of that, like be positive. But like when shit hits the fan, people don't know how, like, like really, right. So I'm thinking kind of like the common human being that, you know, maybe is in your situation that has a, a diagnosed son with autism and you know, their business just getting started. It, you know, if I'm sitting in that perspective, maybe not having the greatest outlook on life like you do, you know, how do I, how do I change this really heavy kind of like, I wish it wasn't this way. How do I turn that into, okay, this is a lesson, you know, a lesson. Well, you know what? It's a lot of hard work. Um, I have actually been, I've been diagnosed with anxiety and depression. Um, so Every day is hard. Mm. Um, Thank you for being real about that. Yes. Every day is hard. Every day is hard. And um, really, it's I, I couldn't teach. I couldn't tell anybody how to get through those things. I can only say that eventually you can. Maybe it looks like today. It's like, oh, my God, this is 
horrible. Like, how am I going to get through it? But there's always a tomorrow. If you're blessed to see a tomorrow, you know, tomorrow may be bad. But eventually, things will get better. The right. longer you're here, the better things will. I mean, the, you can't. The best is yet the to come. We can go, the furthest we can go down is to, you know, be six feet under. So, you know, if you're not there, you're already doing better than other people. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's the only thing that I can say. Just know that there's always going to be something better than t- today. Today is not my most blessed day. Today is not the best day thus far. I didn't win the lottery today. <laughs> hey, that might have been the best day ever. Right. But you know what I mean? But I could win it tomorrow. So, I mean, just continue to um, just continue to live. Just live in the moment, and I promise you, every moment will get better. Yeah. Um, like I said, I would. I was diagnosed with those things. I was on medication. Mm. Um, and really, like every day is a struggle. I'm. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, as far as even this podcast was, <laughs> I was like. Do I really want to do this? Because I'm super shy. I don't like to be on camera. I don't like to talk. Um, you wouldn't know that, which is funny. I wouldn't. Because, because um, yeah, <laughs> most people wouldn't know that about me, but I'm super shy. Mm. And, um, but, you know, like, just, just live in the moment. Like, in, you know, enjoy the little things if you you know just live in the moment and things will get better I know you know when my son was diagnosed I cried my eyes out Mm -hmm. I cried 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 I looked at him and I you know I blamed myself I you know I love God I blame God like what the heck like I'm I love you I pray I do all this why Mm. um so i mean i just talk from a place of work yeah um it's work Mm. and if anybody ever tells you that they just wake up every day and they're just completely positive they're not telling you the truth um so you know just 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 and don't feel guilty Mm. that you feel like things are crappy yeah (laughs) no and that's such a good point like thank you for saying that because I think in this world the trend is like feel good get your vibrations up right and it's okay to not feel good because Mm -hmm. and I love what you're saying because eventually you will feel good yeah and there's having that acceptance and I think that's really important for business owners especially women right because Mm -hmm. we have so many roles when we're not feeling good it's like I I shouldn't be this way. I should be powerful and successful. But it's like, whoo, thank you for the, you know, giving that reminder to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, it's, I mean, if you think about it, like during this, um, during this pandemic, like how many celebrities have you not seen on social media? How many people have, did you used to see every single day, every time you scroll through your timeline and like now they're gone because they don't have the makeup artist or, you know, the person making them look like they had the best day ever 
mm. uh, there. I mean, this look at this as an opportunity to really see that you are one in the same with a lot of people. And, um, you know, it's okay to feel all those feelings because the most positive part of that is you feel something. Yeah. Because if you, you know, if you didn't feel anything, would you really be living? Right. I mean, whether good, bad, you know, if you didn't cry, um, how would you know what being happy and smiling felt like? You right. know what I mean? You, you need to have both. Right. You need to balance them out. We need so. the contrast. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, you are so extraordinary. I want to cry just because I'm like, Oh, I needed you in my life right now. So before we wrap up, because I was reading over your guest form and you said that you wrote a book at 16. Is that right? Um, no, no, I didn't write a book at 16. Um, I was, I illustrated an award winning. Yes. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, so my, my cousin, she was like in a um, little contest, um, for like a short story in when I was 16. So she was like eight. So I think she was like in fourth grade. Um, and then she wrote the story and they needed illustrations. And, um, I illustrated it for her, like literally in like two hours. And then she ended up winning the contest and she went to go see, um, 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 the first lady and all that good stuff. So that was pretty cool. I mean, I've always kind of been a creative. Yes. Okay. (laughs) It, it ended up, you know, just being, um, you know, Here, I can still be creative with that. I can have fun with that. Um, But yeah, that was like something that nobody would know unless like I told them. (laughs) That is amazing. So do you like, do you still draw or do you do anything like that still? You know what, I I still, I still draw. Um, I do that a lot actually because um, eventually I want to have like a big like, um, not like a hair show, but like maybe work with like um, a different, like a small boutique or something and do like a fashion show or something. So, you know, have like fun hair. So sometimes I'll sketch like, you know, different hairstyles and stuff like that. So I still do that, um, which is crazy because I really do believe that, you know, your kids are like you. My daughter is, um, she does computer animation and she draws and stuff. And I'm like, I get on your nerves and you probably don't like me 90% of the time, but you're literally me. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, and then just final question, because it just came. So, you know, you have this whole year, this whole year, you got stuff happening, but you have such an amazing, amazing vibe about you. And I like, can't even say it enough. So like, what do you see possible for yourself? for this year? Um, what do I see possible? Huh? Um, well, I think anything I set my mind to is possible. That's what I'm going to go ahead and say. Yes. But my goals for this year um, is just to continue to stay positive. Um, to um i'm going to build on my product line um because i do have like a growth oil for your hair 
um, a, and a beard oil also. So those were my first two products in my product. That you created. Um, yes. Wow. And when does uh, it end? You got the whole thing. <laughs> you know what? But you know what? That's that's just a part of like going through what I go through because if I don't like an idle mind is the devil's playground. That's mm-hmm. you know, and if I don't stay busy, then I probably will fall back into the depression. Mm-hmm. So that's another tip for all you out there who's listening to this. If you feel like you are getting down the dust, go do something that you like. Go, you know, go for a run, go do something. And I promise you, you'll feel better. Um, So just, you know, staying busy, building on my product line. And um, I don't know, just continue to meet good people like you. And, um, and just hopefully just continue supporting other women. Um, And just hopefully, you know, just building on what I have and being able to build to support other women. That's what I really want to do. Just to keep being able to, you know, be there for people like you. If you need, you know, if you want a guest or something, hey, get over my shyness and talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, um, you know, just just make myself available to those who may need a friend or want to talk. Um. And just, you know, just to stay positive. That's the biggest thing. Stay positive because, you know, I, I mean, I wish I could see it into this pandemic, but I mean, I don't know, not really anytime soon, unfortunately. So, you know, that's the main thing. Just to, just to stay positive in 2021 and um, lessons keep coming. Keep coming. Yes. So for all of our listeners here, how can they find you on social media, your website? Okay. So um, I do have a website, Um, You can find me there. You can find me on Instagram at Miss Nay Styles. Well, Miss, Miss underscore Nay Styles. 